Welcome to the Abundant Wellness with Andrea podcast from surviving to thriving in mind, body, and spirit. Hey there, I'm Andrea Jones, registered nurse, functional hormone coach, inner healing and deliverance pastor, and most importantly, wife and mother of two beautiful girls. This podcast is really a conversation about how to discover and walk in an abundant life that God has laid out for us while processing what I call the messy middle, pain and overcoming things in our life that are hard in order to nurture all of the parts of you so that you can walk in abundant wellness in all areas. Welcome to another Abundant Wellness Podcast with Andrea. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you all about developing thankfulness in difficulty. Um, As we are entering Thanksgiving week, I think that this can bring up a lot of different emotions for so many of us, um, complex emotions. In the Keys to Emotional Freedom coaching group, even today, we were talking about just the, uh, the complex but also somewhat conflicting emotions um, that come up around the holidays. You know, we, we have connections with, uh, people that we love that maybe are mostly good most of the time, but can be tense during the holidays. Or maybe you have, you know, a great aunt that is always, um, saying inappropriate things and you're trying to navigate boundaries around that. And, and, um, and really just this, uh, drive or desire to want to have a thankful and grateful heart, but maybe things are difficult. And so I want to share with you just a little bit of my own perspective on developing thankfulness in difficulty. Um, If you enjoy or you prefer reading over listening, then you can actually find the link to this um, article that I published Um, on this topic and read it for yourself, but I'm actually going to just share with you some thoughts and experiences I have had around developing thankfulness and difficulty. So we all know it's easy to be thankful in good times, you know, when the market is good, when you're able to go on a nice family vacation, or when everyone is healthy and thriving. It is a completely different thing altogether to develop a habit of thankfulness when life is anything but everything that we're wanting it to be. I distinctly remember one very difficult season when I was pregnant with my first daughter in 2010. My dad had been diagnosed with terminal brain cancer, glioblastoma, and had less than 0.1% chance of survival after five years. So they calculate the survival rate after five years. My world felt like it had gotten sucked up into a tornado, and I wasn't sure where I would land when the storm was over. I kept expecting God to make my life easier. You know, that as I cried out to him, as I prayed to him, that, you know, he would rescue me from this chaos of life. But instead, things just continued to get worse. At the same time, my mother, who was personality disordered, had become increasingly controlling, emotionally unstable, and manipulative towards me the closer I got to my delivery date. Without going into all of the dysfunctional details there, I was receiving mean and manipulative emails and text messages all day long while I was at work in my very high-stress job as a pediatric nurse at a local um, at a local hospital. Um, those texts and emails were, you know, along the lines of how terrible a daughter I was, how I needed to stop setting boundaries as I created a new family, and how I owed them something. The stress of the constant interactions was causing physical health issues and emotional issues. And one day while I was at work, I passed out and walked into a wall before collapsing to the floor at seven months pregnant. 
Um, I just saw everything kind of go black in front of me. And when I woke up, I was being swooped up by a doctor that just happened to be charting right next to me. Um, they plopped me in the wheelchair, brought me downstairs to the emergency room to get checked out. Um, had I been home when this happened, there was no telling the danger that myself and my baby would have been in. Um, and that was just the physical impact of what I was living through on a daily basis with the compounded stress of my dad uh, being sick and then my mom being unstable. I remember being filled with disappointment as tears streamed down my face. I couldn't figure out why life was so hard or what I had done to deserve all of what was happening to me. I felt angry at God for allowing all of the hardship, and yet I so desperately wanted and needed him to be close. As I walked into our house after that emergency room visit, I remember asking the Lord the question, God, how am I supposed to be thankful when everything is going wrong? I can't see you. I can't hear you. There's so much pain, and I, I just I don't understand. You know, I don't know if you've ever had times in your life where you just hit that place where it's like nothing makes sense, not even your faith. Um, that's a hard place to be. And through my tears and anger, I th a thought popped into my mind that I knew was the Holy Spirit speaking to me. He said, Andrea, thankfulness protects your heart. It's not a bribe. It's not to bribe me or coerce me to move on your behalf. Without knowing it, I had partnered with the lie that God was waiting on my gratitude to change my situation as if I had to appease him to get him to work on my behalf. Instead, what he was inviting me into was an honest conversation about my feelings and my perceptions while also partnering with the truth of who he is and who he wants to be for me in the situation that I am currently in. Once I realized that God was offering me a tool that would keep me from bitterness and lingering frustration and overwhelm, I could begin to partner with him in thankfulness regardless of my circumstances. The gratitude or thankfulness was meant to act as a protective barrier around the hardships of life or against the hardships of life that would not let up. And so I set out looking for things to be thankful for. Truthfully, there wasn't much in my natural circumstances that I could find. I mean, I don't know if anybody else has been in that kind of season where it's like, you know, a bad country song, right? Uh, where, you know, your car breaks down, your dog gets sick, your grandma dies and breaks a hip, you know, or breaks a hip and dies, and everything just feels really negative. There really wasn't much in my natural circumstances that I can find. But I began with small things like, God, I thank you that you never change. I thank you that your mercies are new for me every morning. I thank you for your covenant of love to me that will never leave me or forsake me. I thank you that you are working on my behalf, even if I can't see it. And this isn't just a biblical command. Scientific research actually shows how neuroprotective, meaning brain protective, gratitude is. Being thankful not only has been shown in studies to increase our longevity, it increases our ability to use our imagination, pulls us out of fight or flight, and increases our ability to problem solve. All things that we desperately need when we are walking through difficult circumstances. Anxiety wants to pull us into ourselves and into self-protection when gratitude keeps us, you know, keeps us functioning on all fronts. So God wasn't asking me to pretend to be thankful for things that I wasn't. I don't think I ever uttered the words, God, thank you for my dad's brain cancer or thank you for this difficult pregnancy. Um, as Bill Johnson often says, God's not asking us to be thankful for evil things. That's not what he's asking us to do. 
He wanted to have an honest conversation with me, just like he wants to have one with you. And because he uses every weapon that is formed against me and you for our good, he was using this difficulty as a training ground for my heart to learn one of the most powerful weapons to protect our heart and mind during difficult seasons, which is gratitude and thankfulness. We see often in the Psalms that David begins his conversations with God by venting, airing out his frustrations, lamenting, and pouring out his dismay and difficulty. And then he swiftly turns to focusing on who God is and how God is working on his behalf to bring him to a good and fruitful place. If you are in a difficult season, I want to encourage you to know that God is with you. He has some practical steps um, to developing an awareness of the good and positive things that are happening in your life and turning your focus back to Him. And remember that this isn't about ignoring or dissociating from our pain or our frustration or our hurt or our uh, whatever we're experiencing, right? Um, This isn't, God isn't saying, hey, put that on the shelf. He's saying, pour it out to me. Psalm 62, 5 reminds us to pour out our hearts to him for he is our refuge. And I know for myself that sometimes we need to get the messy and the raw out of the way so that we can see the things that we do actually have to be thankful for. Um, Number two, this is just another practical tip for you. Use your senses. This is a very grounding strategy that can actually help you to kind of pull out of that place of anxiety and ground yourself into the here and now Um, and what is actually available to you. So look around at nature. Notice how the birds chirp and the the sound that it makes, the frequency that they emit, or the flutter of its wings, how the rosebud is blooming after a dry, cold winter, how you see that squirrel scamper across the fence in search of food, or the smell of grass after a fall rain, Um, how your toes feel on the cold pavement. That can actually be a really good grounding strategy to kind of help your nervous system re-regulate itself. Um, These may seem like small things to thank God for, but you are actually training your senses to look for the good in this world when it wants to focus on the negative. It's also helping to renew your mind um, and keep your focus on who God says he is and who he wants to be for you. Number three is to ask the Lord to lead you to a scripture that speaks to your heart and the season that you're currently in. Most of the time, the Lord is going to first validate your emotions through scripture, but also that scripture that he leads you to is going to declare a part of God's nature and character that we really need to latch onto. A few of my favorites are Psalm 18 verse 2 that says, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. He is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. 2 Corinthians 1, uh, sorry, chapter 1, verses 3 through 4. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our troubles so that we may comfort those in any trouble with what we have received from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also um, our comfort abounds through Christ. The fourth thing that I would encourage you to do, I know this sounds really, really cheesy, but when I am really struggling with my mental attitude, I set an alarm for every few hours um, of the day to pause, write a list, or look at the list of things that I'm uh, grateful for and read it out loud. 
Um, if you are walking through difficulty, remember that this is not an invitation to pretend that you're thankful for things that even God, God doesn't expect us to be thankful for. We aren't, aren't called to be thankful for evil things, um, but that thankfulness is meant to be like a shield or a wraparound presence around your heart while also protecting your brain from anxiety and things that we're just not meant to to really live in for long in this uh, in this time in our lives. So I hope that as you go throughout your Thanksgiving week, that you're able to take one or two of these strategies and implement them. I hope that this blessed you. If you want to read the article or share the article, the link is in the show notes. And thank you so much for listening today.